Welcome to What She Said Podcast, the home for real conversations with men about sex, love, and relationships. Welcome back to another episode of What She Said. This is the third part of our three-part series. Week one, we got to talk to the gentlemen and ask them, what is it that they wish women knew? And what is it they hate about women and the things that we do? Part two, we got to ask the ladies, what is it that we wish men knew? And what is it that we hate about men? Week three, we're having the conversation to join those two conversations together and figure out what do we need to do to unite and start to build more unions and marriages and stop with all this single bullshit that's going on out here in these streets, for lack of a better word. I'm bringing in my regular co-host, my mom. Say hi. Hello, everybody. Welcome. And two gentlemen, Josh Powell, used to play in the NBA, played for the Lakers, and Jay Dixon from DTP. Very, both very successful men and both single. So we're trying to bridge the gap between men and women over the age of 30 and figure out what do we have to do to actually unite? Let's get into today's show. What up, Josh? What's up, King? Blessings, man. How you feeling? Fine. Ain't nothing. How you? I'm good, man. Good. Great day to be alive, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for joining us this week on uh, What She Said. Josh, this is your first time being a guest, so welcome. Jay, this thank is kind of your first time. Second attempt, first time. <laughs> we are really trying to bridge the gap between men and women and our understanding or lack thereof. And I thought you two would be a great couple of people, a couple of men, because it seems like the older we get, we should know what we're looking for, right? Like we should know what we're looking for. And when we find it, but instead it just seems like it's just a lot of gains and a lot of disconnects. So I want you gentlemen to chime in and give me your perspective on why you think it's harder for men and women to connect in 2021 than maybe the 70s and 80s. And Jay, you could take it first and then Josh, you could chime in after. I think the connection part is tough just because everybody bringing their representatives to the table first instead of their real selves. You know our conversations we have, where we always, I always say a lot of people play chess instead of checkers. So we out thinking ourselves. 90% of the time, everybody just out thinking themselves. That's how I, that's how I feel. And we, at this age, we all smart enough to know when someone's not being themselves all the time, unless we don't want to see it. True. Josh, what's your take? Well, what Jay said, I think that, you know, obviously a lot of times, whether, whether men or women, you know, we want to present and we want to look a certain way um, in order to gain um, the person that we're attracted to. The only thing is, is we can't sustain it long enough. And then I feel that there's also the piece of we don't extend enough grace to people like we're still human beings. You know, we come from uh, a history of trauma or a history of, you know, how we've been taught a race to, you know, like for us as men, like what our version of being a man looks like. And the same thing for for a woman, you know, and and depending on how our family raises us, depending on the things that, you know, we learn or that we pick up in time is also another piece to why relationships will fail because we don't have that good solid foundation. We don't even know what, what we're starting with or where we're coming from. So then we jump into these relationships 
with these expectations that are unrealistic. You know, and that's the reason why, you know, the connection isn't as genuine and authentic as it should be. You know, a lot of people are in love with the idea of love and not really putting forth the work and the effort. A lot of people are, you know, I, I feel that other people, you know, they want what they want and that may not necessarily be love. They, there are people who want relationship for companionship or they want relationship for what the other person could do for them. So you don't think companionship is a good reason to be in a relationship? Because that's like, to me, the key, like if you're looking for a companion, a partner, a significant other to, you know, be in your life, that's the goal. You know, everything else should be, you know, whether it's building an empire, whether it's raising a family, blah, blah, blah. Kids grow up and they move out. Money comes and goes. You're, shouldn't we be dating, looking for someone to be that, that other half? So what I mean by companion is the fact that a lot of people can't, can't seem to stand themselves. So they're looking for somebody else. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know you know what I mean? Like it's nothing, it's nothing wrong. Like we're, we're the most high put us on this earth in order to love and to be in relationship and be fruitful and have family. Like that's a part of the makeup, but a lot of people can't even, they don't love themselves. They can't stand to be alone. So they're looking for someone to fill a void. That's different. This, com- this companionship, and, and in a friendly way or in a you do your thing, I do my kind of thing. But then, then that companionship of a one on one relationship, those are three different levels of companionship. Especially out, out in today's market, you know, people is like, yo, you do you, I'm going to do me. Just let's be respectful. So there's different levels of companionship. Yeah. Jay, that's OK. Let's let's delve into that part a little deeper. Who <laughs> this, these levels of companionship that you just listed off so smoothly and eloquently? Uh, let, let me roll up my sleeves on this. So you're actually, are you saying when people are dating, you have to have a conversation and say what kind of manage expectations, mom? Manage expectations. Yes. Instead of playing chess, play checkers. Just be move straightforward so that that person knows, like. I'm I'm a relationship person. So my level of companionship is a one-on-one. But running around Atlanta and all the years that I've been down here, I've, I've had people tell me, I'm not looking for that. I need you for this. People I've run into, they looking to level up with different things. Mom, I want to go back to what Josh said. I think he said some powerful things. And um, uh, I like the word grace that, that these days nobody wants to give grace um to each other but also something that you talked about josh is that um i mean how we how we meet in the middle how how, i mean how do we get there though you said so many things but so when you first meet someone you're out dating um what what are those questions as a man what how would you like me to approach you um to figure out how who you are and, and what you want out of this do we just come out and say what what kind of relationship are you looking for? How do we how do we get there? I'm a I'm a big fan of transparency, and uh, I think that it cuts to the chase in a lot of reason in a lot of ways. Um, so for me, you know, and I understand that that a lot of us are very guarded. You know, I understand that um, you know a lot of times that people don't like sharing, 
And and I respect that. But for myself and how I move, I'm the type of individual, whether it's a personal relationship, whether it is a friendship, whether it is business, I am all about transparency. And I want people to know what they're getting in dealing with me. So from a personal standpoint, if I meet, you know, a queen, then I'm definitely going to after we get past the surface level conversations, I want to go and dive deep and I'm not even going to play around with it. Like whatever you want to know, because a lot of times, like, you know, females want to know a lot of things and they want to ask a lot of questions, but it's kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to turn them off. I don't know. Like I'm not that type of person. Like I want you to really get to know me. I want you to know the ins and outs. You know, I want to share a lot of things about my, my mental, my emotional, my spiritual, you know, um, everything across the board, because I think that it's important to to give her the opportunity to say, I want to deal with this. I don't want to deal with this or I'm intrigued. Whatever it is that she could be feeling. Let's go ahead and get to that, because why waste? Why are we going to sit up here and waste each other's time? You know what I mean? Like when you when you could be getting something that you really want. Right. If I'm not it, I don't want to get in the way of blocking your blessings. And I don't want you getting in the way of blocking mine. So if I'm if I'm all the way locked in, I'm, I, I want to have those conversations. And then I'm going to start it off by sharing things, hoping that it makes you feel comfortable to share things and be open because it's not it's a no judgment zone. We mm-hmm. all come from our, our 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 own stuff. And that's why I was saying by extending that grace, like if if people were to there's a stigma on athletes, right? They're dogs, they hoes, they this. Excuse my mouth, mama, but I'm, I'm just going to be transparent. <laughs> right. So it's like from, from that standpoint, we get labeled. And I don't want to meet a young woman and not have the opportunity because you're labeling, right? I, I, I think that that's an unfair thing. And that's the same thing for a, a young woman. Like, you know, how, how, would any, how would any of you women feel that are on this call? Like, if... I had a already something in my mind that is, that is, you know, an idea of who you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if I already had that and then I'm treating you as such, I didn't, right. I didn't get the chance to get to know you. We didn't have a conversation, no nothing. And right. I feel like a lot of times that's the things that's going on. And, you know, these are things that, that you learn, you know, throughout life and throughout experiences. And, and I don't regret anything that I've done. I've made good choices. I've made some not, I don't want to call them bad choices, but I, I've made some not so good choices, right? right. But I've we learned all from all of them, right? I've learned from them and I'm I'm grateful for them because it is a part of the lesson. It is a part of the growth. It is a part of the process. So that's, that's the part for me. Like I said, everybody out here talking about they real and all this, that's bullshit. There's a lot of people that can present real and they ain't that. You know what I'm saying? Because right. everybody's everybody's putting on and a a lot of people don't really want you to know who they are Mm -hmm. because they're scared of being seen. A lot of people, a lot of men, a lot of women, you feel me? Like they're scared of being seen and and nothing is wrong with being seen. That's the beauty of it. It's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of your personal journey and your story is the fact that you came from something, you overcame it, right? You failed, you got back up. Everybody's right. going through it. Nobody's exempt. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. And and I and I think too, like, and then I and I'll step down, but I 
to 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 give a prime example, I think Eminem did it best in in Eight Mile, right? The third battle, uh, when he beat Papa Dot because he used all of his traumas and everything, he right. stepped in front of that. Mm-hmm. So that man had nothing he could say. That was his yeah. powerful moment, and I yeah. think people got to own that. Like if you come from something, it is okay, own it. I've been abused in every way imaginable. And guess what? I want somebody to know and understand my story because then they can understand the way that I think. They can understand the way that I move. Why Why am I real hesitant around people? Because all of this shit happened to me as a child. You know what I right. mean? Why is, it, why is it hard for me to trust? Because all of this shit happened to me as a child. Now, that doesn't right. mean that I, I, I'm not trusting or that I can't, you know, have a good relationship with somebody, but some things might take a little work, you know, yeah. who, who's to say, you know what I mean? So it's, that, those are just examples as to why for me, I'm big on people. If you say this is what you want, then show me. We both have to do that for each other. It's not a one-sided thing. Mm, that's, that's a powerful, powerful thing. Josh, I would, I would, I would venture to say you're unique. And that you might be different than a lot of the guys that we're experiencing, because how soon in this whole meeting of you would a woman, would would she know that it's comfortable to start to share this kind of stuff? I mean, because most guys would be like, whoa, wait a minute, that's a little bit too much. I don't want to know your story like that. I mean, how many days does that take? They don't deserve deserve to be with you. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? That that doesn't, doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense that I'll put in all this time and effort to 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 penetrate you, right? I can do that, but then I don't want to get to know your heart. I don't want to get to know you on another level in another in another realm. Like that's not that's not it because that that is one of the most intimate things, especially for a woman, that you can get to know her at. So I, I'll give you all this game and I'll look good and present myself to have sex with you, but then I don't want to do that to be with you. Like this ain't that. Now that doesn't mean like because I've I've done that too. Don't get me wrong. Like I've been out, you feel me? And I've had a moment, I've been honest with a, a young lady on where I'm at, but from a standpoint of like somebody that I want to be with, I'm not gonna play them games. And them guys that are doing that, they on bullshit. They they not that's not what they really want because if it's what you want, then you'll go after that. That doesn't mean we got the rule book. That doesn't mean we're going to know everything or we're going to do things the way that, you know, you queens would like us to do it and vice versa. It's both ways. Right. But if you want something, you're going to go get that. If 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 a guy wants the Corvette, he's going to do everything in his power to go get it. If he wants the big mm-hmm. house, he's going to do everything in his power to go get it. But guess what? All these guys that are going to do that, they're doing those things to impress the woman anyway. So why not just keep it a buck and do, do everything in your power to be the best version of yourself for that lady and vice versa? Shanae, you know, it, you can tell when a man is genuinely interested in you. You're going to hear about his moms. You're going to hear about his sisters or family. Now he, he can't do a dump. He can't do an information dump on you. And, you know, and you can't probably give him 60 questions, but you can piece it together. No better relationship starts is that when you're on that phone and you swear you don't never talk on the phone more than 10 minutes, but you look up and you're on that phone 45 minutes. That's personal and intimate. That's when you're getting to know somebody or when you, that's when you can ask questions. It's, I think men, I think men pull back 
when they feel interrogation coming, if you, if me and you going out, you should be asking me questions, you know, immediately or at least listening to the conversation. Sometimes you ain't even got to ask a question. All your answers is being given to you in the conversation. And and Jay, to, to go to your point, right? I, I want to, because one of the first things that was said was just how important <laughs> communication is. And I, and I, a lot of, and this is just my opinion. I think that a lot of times women don't understand how many times men have been shut down in earlier relationships, in other moments, and they haven't been, they haven't been given that safe space. And for us, all it takes is one time. For women, y'all are, y'all will still be open and come back. But for men, it's so hard to be vulnerable and to be open like that. So it takes that one time, that girl that we fell in love with to tell us we sound stupid or to tell us um, man up or you sound, why are you acting like that? Stop being a bitch or, or anything that can go in that, that, that way. And then all of a sudden you wonder why the 30 year old man that you're talking to or the 40 year old man that you're talking to is so closed off and he's not good at communicating. Josh, Understand. I can give you, I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. I give you, I give you a classic example of that. I don't know if I ever told you this, Sinead. So I was talking to this girl in Atlanta, right? Like to genuinely. We go out, I walk on the right side of the street. All of that. You remember, right? Right. <laughs> I, I was, tell, us, though, tell the story. Tell the story. Yeah. So, Taking her to eat, all the things. Holding the door, being polite, open, the whole thing. So as I thought I was liking her, I was liking her more. One day, over dinner, she just told me, she goes, yo, I don't think this is going to work out. Of course, this is after she ate. She said, I don't think this is going to work out. And I said, well, why is that? I thought I thought it was good. I thought, you know, we were moving. And she's like, nah, you too nice. I don't feel safe with you. I don't think you could protect me. And nice. I was like, what? Well, not knowing who you are. Right. I was like, that don't, I said, what? I'm too nice. I, I, I know you'll complete things out when you want. I just looked at her and... I was so angry when I was angry with myself, like, yo, I didn't see this coming. And I just told her, excuse me, Ma, I said, nah, bitch, I ain't soft. I'm respectful. I was trying to treat After you he called her bitch. Because <laughs> that's what she wanted. So I was like, you know, I said, nah, I was just trying to show you how I want to treat you. <laughs> Do you know? And I hung up on her. You know, she called me back about three or four days later and was like, yo, you know what? I'm sorry. I misjudged you. We should try it again. Did you try it? Nah. <laughs> they both shook their head. <laughs> because and, that's, and, the, that's the unfortunate times that we in. Like, like women say, like, not y'all, but just in general. It's like the good guy, it don't mean shit. It don't, if you if you're respectable, if you if you want to be better. None of that shit means anything. But if you get the guy that's, you know what I'm saying, don't give a don't give a damn about you or, they or love the one that's out here doing whatever, then they love that. Now for Jay, that that story is surprising. Where she said you're too nice. As a person can be nice, that doesn't mean you have chemistry with them and that you feel that attraction for them. So, but then, I mean, but then, if that was the case, she could have told me that. But that wasn't all. Her energy told me completely different. It was uh, when she wanted you know, like. Either a bigger fish that came along or she genuinely just wanted somebody hood. Women want certain of hoodness that God has that you want to see where you feel protected is the word she used. What she doesn't know, like, I mean, you're probably the one of the few people on the planet that I would go anywhere with by myself and feel more protected than 
most men that act hard and gangster because I know you and I know what it is, but that's the part with dating. Like there's a gentleman side of you and there's a real asshole side of you too, which she obviously <laughs> didn't get to see until it was a little too late. <laughs> right. But that, but my thing is if I'm liking you, why am I going to be an asshole? Well, why am I going to sit at the table or over our, over this time we spend and say, yo, you know, I'm crazy. <laughs> like, a little fear, a little kicking a little fear, spring a little fear on me. Hey, hey. You, you, you know, no, I might not. Shit out you. I will choke the shit out you. <laughs> right. Don't make me mad. You don't want to see the Incredible Hulk. But nah, I, I thought I was, I thought I was open because I was feeling her. I always reiterate like, hey, I'm a, I'm gonna be right. I'm not gonna waste your time. I'm gonna treat you right. If if you know if, if I do something, don't don't be mad. Tell me what I did wrong. Give me the opportunity to fix it. Don't play the don't play games with me. Don't tell you know. Don't act mad and then be like, nah, I don't want to say nothing. Just tell me what it is so I can fix it or let you know if I'm capable of fixing it. But right. I can't I can't fix that. I'm not taking you to a hood club and I show you that I got a gun on my waist. You gonna have to trust and believe it's there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna endanger you. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah. wanna, I don't want to endanger myself. So when I listen, when I heard that, I was shocked. I, I, I was like, yo, that's a new one. That's that, sure. there's a couple of things to, to to add to that. First of all, yes, there is something about us wanting to feel safe and like you can protect us, like. Uh, if, if something happens while we're out in the streets, we want to know that our man is the protector. I mean, we're going to jump in. Some of us got that in our street sense. We're going to jump in. But like we want to know that you got us. But something both of you guys said is that you said y'all don't want the nice guy. Y'all don't want the, the person who makes you feel like they love you or whatever. Both of you guys alluded to something like that. And I want to say for the record that plenty of us are looking for a safe place to to lay down our heart and a safe person to tell our story to and to be loved. So that's, it's not true that we don't want that. We, we do. So that's we two just, different things, Queen. Well, to your ahead, point, that's two, that's two different things though. And I, and I agree with you. I, I know that women want that, you know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. when, 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 when a woman says like, for example, what Jay went through, it's like, when, when are you supposed to bring that out? You know what I mean? Right. Like I've, I've never, I don't have a story like that per se. I think that's kind of crazy because it obviously the, the young lady didn't know who she was with, but <laughs> I just think that it's still crazy because like you can't be a real man and cover your woman with prayer. Right. Yeah. Ain't that the first thing? That's the most powerful line of defense. Prayer. Be covered. Yeah. Know that, no, you, know that. that you're around somebody that's a good person who doesn't bring that type of energy. And right. guess what? If y'all are out, he has the type of energy where people say, "Bit dog, I got you. Don't don't trip." Right. You see what I'm saying? That's a whole different level of the streets and and other people that want to look out for you because you're a good person. Didn't Sierra have that whole? I'm dating the the thugs and the the hard guys and everybody yeah. want. And then I had to get prayed up. And Lord, he brought me a good one. Right now, everybody want to rustle. So right. which one is it? <laughs> What's no, you're, you're right. And it, I guess it depends on the woman's background and her own upbringing. But we've always heard men are supposed to protect 
and provide and profess. You know, Steve Harvey made the, that statement famous. Um, and so <laughs> we've always Steve heard that. Steve Harvey's so- dangerous. Steve Harvey's <laughs> dangerous. Let me let me let me say this. Real quick. I'm a big fan. I'm I'm a huge fan of Steve Harvey, but he's dangerous, and here's why. What worked for Steve don't work for everybody. Everybody, right? Right. There there are some there are some people out here that have had one night stands and have fell in love with somebody and and the relationship has worked out. There are other people out here who have known each other since child children, dated and married until they passed away. Then there are some people who are the best of friends and thought they was going to get into a relationship and the shit didn't work out. There are some people who went the 90-day rule and it worked out. Some people who didn't go the 90-day rule and it worked out. <laughs> like, Steve got to know better. And for those people who actually know his story, know his wife, know how all of that <laughs> shit went down, his wife like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not passing no judgment. I'm, I'm, I don't have a problem with people being monogamous. I don't have a problem with people being polygamous. I don't have a problem with people who are monogamous but do polygamous type shit. I don't have a problem with with open relationships. I'm just keeping it honest because there are so many, right? There are so many women out here who are like, I'm so faithful, but you're emotionally cheating. How the fuck are you faithful, right? You you got your main. Okay, yeah, you didn't have sex with somebody else, but you're still living a double life. That's not you being real. You know what I'm saying? Just like there are men who are in monogamous relationships and you still cheating and you 45, bro. What are you doing? You, right. When you got with her, you should have just told her, like, look, I'm the type of man I, I want to be with you. I need to have something on the side. And let her decide if she's going to carry on. But you got to mm-hmm. keep it funky. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Steve Harvey ain't going to tell you no shit like that. <laughs> Steve right. ain't going to keep it a butt like that. He ain't right. going to be honest like that. And then, and then right. we wonder why everybody's trying to figure out which which damn way to go and what yeah. the fuck is going on. Because you should have been mm-hmm. honest, bro. Like us that was for his men, white audience. Man, that, it's crazy because us as men, naturally, we're attracted to other females. Like, we, we, we have our main. We love who we love. You know what I'm saying? But we are attracted to other females. Okay. Just like there are women out there who are attracted to other males. Let's talk about that. How can we figure this out? If we want to be together, then let's figure out a middle ground. That's, that's why a lot of these people that's given this advice, man, it's scary. So should we, I mean, you said a lot and I, and I agree with a lot of what you said. Should we expect monogamy in this day and age? Is it even realistic yes, for us? It is. It, it's it realistic. is realistic. It's realistic. It's out there. It's, it's out, out there. there and it's, and it's realistic. I don't, I don't want to sit up there and tell you otherwise, but I think that the issue is, is the problem is people are conforming. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of people who is, it's either, it's either the man ain't really on that or the woman ain't really on that or one, one way or the other. And they're not Somebody having a conversation. Yeah. And they're not, well, well, some people do have agendas, but other people just are, they're not comfortable in sharing who they are or why they think the way that they think, like try to understand me first. And, and here's the other thing, just because a person was a certain way before you doesn't mean that they may not be on that monogamous tip. And just like a person who was monogamous, might be on some polygamous tip. You never know. It, yeah. it can go however it goes, but both parties have to be honest and transparent and aware of what's going on. And that's the part that we need to talk about. That foundation, that's what's healthy. 
that's what healthy looks like. You know, I want to um, go back, though, to to Jay, what your story was, because I had something similar. And I don't know how you guys think about women that come across as, quote unquote, too nice or too nurturing or too loving, because I actually had a guy tell me straight up, like, you're so nice. I could do this, this, and this to you. I could be sleeping with you every night. I could be doing this, but I'm holding back so that I could, you know, keep your feelings in check or whatever. And I was thinking to myself, nigga, no. Who you. told you that? A grown man? He don't man know you. He don't know. Right. He don't know. A grown man saying A grown like man. That? A grown man. Oh, I'll say over 50, over 45 for sure. And I was like, and, and I, ne- I didn't reply. I just listened because I'm like, I'm giving you the sweet side of Sinead that most people don't get because I want you to know that I like you and I care about you. But nigga, don't take my kindness for weakness. And I'm not saying any of this. I'm just listening to him say, yeah, I could be doing this and I could be doing that. And, and you're just so nice that uh, I could take advantage of you. And I'm just like. But, that, but that's the thing though, Queen, you dealing with a nigga. Like I don't even, I don't, I don't address. Let me, let me just give you this real quick because I always speak to men and women from a, from a very high place. And that's why that's why when I got on the phone, I, I called you queen, your mother queen, and even Jay, that's my dog. I ain't I don't Jay, when the last time you heard me say nigga anything? Because that's I, the I, issue. That's the I issue. Told queen. Shanae, I told Shanae about <laughs> you and what I think about you and nah, how you carry yourself. You you dealing with niggas, and that's the problem. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when we elevate, we don't deal with the same type of people anymore. Right. And that's not me saying anything about you. I, from what I know and me just being on this call with you. I'm not sitting up here saying that you're not that person. So do not get me wrong. It's shocking to me, right? I don't, you know, when I hear females talk about how men be talking to them and their game and all, I'll be like, they really say that shit to y'all? Like, that's crazy. Corny. How old is he? He's 40. What? Over 40. He's 45. He's 45 to 50. He's 35. <laughs> Damn. He talking like that? It that, blows yeah. my mind. That's why I said, can't. so the question is, can women be too nice up front? Like, do they, you know, men say, well, if I call, call back. But then you hear women say, no, if you call back too quick, then you're too available. If you're too available, then that's going to be unattractive. Oh, well, hear that shit. Like, you, want say, that? you want that? They say that too. Don't I don't you want that? that? Mm, I don't play that two and three day rule. Like, if I like you and you call, I'm hitting you back. You're, yeah. If I see a text, te- you're going to see them bubbles quickly. Like, I... <laughs> Like it's nah. If you not if you not playing, you gonna respond. Ain't no girl too nice, and y'all always let out inklings, you know, little pieces of what you capable of. You know what I'm saying? You can hear it in the talk, or you could be laughing and say something funny. You could see the little head twist, or you know, niggas know you ain't. Niggas know we ain't suck. That 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 was just lack of game. But ain't that what you <laughs> want though, Queen? Like, let's be real. Like, don't don't you unless somebody's busy. Don't you want that type of communication? Somebody being present and attentive like that. Absolutely. Like that's it. That's important. I, I think across the board, anybody, when you're in love, like when you really fucking with somebody, it, it ain't no. And I say this too. There's no rules for relationships. That's why I can't stand this shit. Like you got to do what's best for you and in your relationship. But other people, when they text, they expect for somebody to hit them back unless they're busy. And that's respectable too. But that makes no sense. I want a woman who's respectful. I want a woman who's going to talk to me like a king and treat me like one. Because I'm damn sure going to do you the same way. I don't need you. Mm-hmm. Listen, don't get into your gangster bag unless it's necessary. And to be <laughs> honest, every woman has a gangster side to them. 
I don't give a fuck how, whatever, how she grew up. She could be white, black, mixed. I don't care what it is. Women are some of the most dangerous creatures if you fuck with them. Period. Period. It's so true. Yeah. So it doesn't, like, for somebody to be like, oh, you too nice? Well, piss off then and see what she do then. Right. I, ain't, I ain't got time to play with that. Come on. Right. right. That's what I kept telling you is playing chess. Like I said, any anytime I anytime I got to start playing chess with a female, I, I just be like, okay, I got to move on. It's I, too much work. I it is. And I, I can be focused on, on business or on the other things I have to do. Then, then have to try and figure out what's my next stretch. Like, that's just a lot of energy to waste. Man, like, I, don't, I, I don't even play chess. That's why I'm over here like, damn, is the bishop supposed to move to the left? And then you start thinking, is it worth it? Like, I'm trying to show you that I'm not making you fight to peel back a thousand onions, a thousand onion layers. And that's what I think we're missing in this when we're talking about connecting the dots is we all have trauma, right? So if I say with this particular person, I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to say, I like you. I'm going to tell you how I feel. And you respond with, all right, well, that's cool. Thanks for letting me know that. Bullshit. Make the decision. Mm -hmm. Make the decision, Queen. Don't peel back. That's what I'm saying. Everybody got to understand their power. Like if you're giving somebody, you know what I'm saying, 200% and you feel that they're starting to go go a certain way, then make a choice and just say, look, all right, I kind of feel like you're doing this. Let's have a conversation and then go from there. And make this decision and stick with it. Yeah, because because sometimes too, because sometimes too, and again, I want to share with you, us as men have been through so many traumatic things we don't know how to be open and vulnerable. We don't know how to communicate. We don't we don't have an idea of what that looks like. We don't even we 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 won't even tell our brothers, you know what I'm saying, that we love them or or we won't even check on our partners. Like it's a long list of things that we just don't do, right? For most guys that are not comfortable doing that. So it's not a thing towards you. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why I was saying if you feel that that person is worth it then you'll know how to move. But if you feel like they not giving you whatever the energy's off and the whole list of things aren't checking out, then just make a decision. But guys, mm-hmm. guys are going through their own struggles and battles, man. We are losing our shit every day. You see guys killing families. You see guys killing their mm-hmm. selves. You see guys killing the women that they so-called love. Like we're not mentally in a great space. It's, mm-hmm. it's 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 fucked up you know what i'm saying yeah and and that doesn't even add to the fact of the shit that we deal with once we leave our home we're getting killed right. we're getting picked off every day right and right. if you're not getting picked off every day when you go to school or when you go to your college or when you attending this or doing that you don't get the respect that you deserve we don't have we're not in high positions and jobs like we're just think of all of the long list of things that we deal with day in and day out, and it's frustrating. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're trying to make it. We're trying to get ahead in life, and it's like we're stuck. We're stagnant, and we're frustrated. We don't have an outlet. You know what I mean? Like, we don't, we're not able to see therapists the way that we need to. We're, we don't have, you know, enough men groups out here to lean on brothers and, and really, you know, pour our hearts to, to somebody and say, man, look, I'm going through this, man. I need help. Yeah, because we don't, don't have it. We don't want to show. We've been told not to show that much vulnerability, especially to other males. 
mm-hmm. because you know you look weak. The perception of a man doesn't change with his peers. You can knock out three people after you just after your friends just told you you was weak, but they still gonna think that you you know you in that junior space with them. So mm-hmm. it's like it is. It's like you said. It's a, it's a struggle out here. When I when I see the first red flag in a relationship, you know I don't die, I I be like okay I'm good with that I'm out. You know, I'll you make sure a second chance. Like, OK, like he just said, and like we've been talking about if we all have trauma. Right. And we're all dealing with our own insecurities. We're all dealing with our own level of self-consciousness. We're all trying to find our way. If you see the first red flag and that makes you run, how does that make you not a part of the problem? If we're trying to build something, you say, well, I saw Shanae snap off or I saw that, you know, Shanae. Because because that's not that's not the problem. That's not a big enough problem for me to run. Okay. The red flag. Okay. What are your red flags then? Let's start. Red red flags are are like the way you talk to me, Mm -hmm. or the the way you treat family. I'm I'm looking Mm -hmm. at I'm looking at how you raise your kids. I'm looking to see if you focus on go if you go to work. If you calling in sick, so you can hang out with me. Like those are red flags I'm talking about. Because then I, I. I know that your focus is is not on 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 a better you at that point. Those uh-huh. are the red flags I'm talking about. I'm like if you snap off, everybody can snap. I'm not running. I'm not running from you for that. Like that that red flag of somebody telling me I'm too weak for them. That's 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 the red that's flag. A, I'm not coming back. I don't care yeah. if you apologize or well, if I come back. Trust me, I'm coming back for a different level of companionship. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got, I got, <laughs> you ain't right you ain't right I, you knew i was gonna say something wrong you already knew it when you called me so <laughs> so, but, so, so but guys with everything with everything that's been laid on the table what's your advice to us with all the stuff that black men have to deal with and all of their baggage and all of their insecurities and all the stuff that we don't know anything about. What's our best approach when we, when we meet you? How do we, we're still trying to figure out how to bridge the gap. How do we get to back to where people want to be in relationship and commit and, and stop all the bullshit, all the games. Trust is the biggest. You got, you, you got to just be you and, and not settle because you, you can try to build, you can try and build as many bridges as you want to, to a man. If, if he if he's if he's if he don't have land solid enough to build that bridge on, it's never gonna work. You just gotta trust in who you are and the way you approach it. If you give, like I said, I'm at this point, I'm gonna give you the best. I'm gonna give you the best to me. You gonna accept that or not? I'm like that. I'm building the bridge. I'm trying to build that bridge at that point. But if you if you show me that your foundation is weak, I'm just gonna have to go ahead and start building another bridge somewhere in another county. I'm not gonna. I'm not I'm not circling cycling down the way I live or, or I carry myself just to be with someone. They stay out there. We're gonna I just gonna have to change where I move and how I move to find that person. I'm not doing it, I'm not gonna settle though. Very good. But we do have to do a lot of personal because whenever we fall short, right? If we're dealing with some guy or dealing with some girl and we can't see past what we know, we got a good circle of people that come in and say, Hey, that ain't it right there. What I learned through my divorce is I needed to change myself and um and making sure that I could I, I could work work things out with them and just have to be able to and be able to have the brain capacity to deal with the negative as well as the positive if if something happened to me. So I think that was probably I think that was probably my biggest regret about my marriage is that I wasn't mature enough to be uh, I wasn't enough man at that time 
to handle everything that was coming my way, whether I, I created it or she created it. You know, right. and I, I, I did more wrong than right in that. You know, but I, I think that was, I think that's probably the biggest lesson I've learned and how I approach things now. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, both mm-hmm. of those were great answers. Mom, you yeah. married, divorced. What is your takeaway from that relationship and then moving forward? Um, I think a lot of what both of these gentlemen said resonates for me. I was 23 when I got married. I came from my own set of trauma and brokenness. I had you uh, at the age of 15 and a half. So my path forward was already challenging. I had two children by the age of 17, dysfunction everywhere. So getting married at 23 with all of that luggage and not having worked through none of it, it, we were both two dysfunctional people trying to make a marriage into something whole. And it was, it's it's almost impossible. Um, And so for me, even as of recently, I mean, signing up to go to therapy and trying to learn to be better before I enter the next marriage or relationship is what we have to do. But um, the the growth over the years and taking a look at myself, not just the other person is also key. It's like, I messed up a lot of stuff, but I was carrying a whole lot of shit with it. And um, I, I, you know, when you know better, you do better at that time, we're all operating on what we know and what Mm -hmm. we've experienced. So. And I mean, can can I say this real quick um, to your mother, man? I I love you, queen. I'm so proud of you. That's, that's amazing. I think that, um, you know, you facing those challenges and like, I I just want to tell you that I I feel that you're truly amazing, your strength um, and just everything that you endured, you know, and, you know, God bless you and and um continue. I'm gonna make sure from this point forward because I'm just meeting you that I'll keep you in prayer. And um, I you know, I love I love you and all of that good stuff. So bless. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's trying to make me cry. I, I ain't trying to cry today. That's amazing. <laughs> I didn't know that. And Shanae is one of my favorite people. <laughs> like, and, and we go at it all the time. Yeah. So just to to see how the women like. I, I love her to death. I admire her. I appreciate that, y'all. Yeah. She turned out all right, despite everything. Despite everything. Miss um, <laughs> do it all. Hey, you, sometimes you got to do it all. That's not, the, That's not the goal, but sometimes you have to do it all. Then wait a minute. Yeah, Thank no, you, guys. Vulnerable conversation. and We and, need more of this. Yeah, this yeah. was beautiful today. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. Every Wednesday, 7 p.m., another episode of What She Said. Safe, safe until we meet again.